Welcome to Wake Up America with Captain Insano, your first choice for truth, freedom, the American dream. As always, I am your host, Captain Insano. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than usual. I am taking a lot of uh, listener questions, but I am going to run over a few pieces of news. Uh, primary topics being the update on the war in, the, uh, if, the war in Ukraine. Uh... College athletics, we're going to talk about that even though this is not a sports cast. It has a little bit more to do with a few other things. And then uh, people being hateful for absolutely no reason. But first, let's go ahead and get a word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Wake Up America with Captain Steve is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook is your best place to get, uh, you get the better odds of pretty much any place on planet Earth that is, that offers lines and is available in 15 states. Do not, I'm not going to read off every state it's available. You should know what states online gambling is legal in by now. Uh, go ahead and if you haven't joined, go ahead and join with the promo code Insano50 for up to a 50% match of your first deposit. That is FanDuel Sportsbook. If you don't know where the website is, figure it out. Alright, welcome back to the show. Our first topic of discussion today is uh, we're going to get into a little bit of sports talk, even though uh, this has less to do with sports. Uh, Well, it's a national story, even though it involves sports, but it also doesn't involve sports. Some of you may have heard about Leah Thomas, who used to be William Thomas, which I know you're not supposed to dead name, but it helps with explaining the story. Uh, as who is a swimmer at pet at uh, pet William Thomas was ranked 452nd in men's in men's swimming and then in the at the end of the season decided to transition and once was on hormone replacement therapy uh, lost 15 seconds in time and then was the number one ranked swimmer as Leah Thomas the next year. A lot of people are saying that this is an unfair advantage for transgendered athletes because going from being not even close to elite or even remotely competitive to being an Olympic hopeful uh, is an unfair advantage. I have a very controversial opinion on this. There are a few things that are at fault for this. First of all, Title IX is at fault for this. There did not used to be a women's swimming team at Penn. A lot of schools did not have a women's swimming team. But because of Title IX, if there is a men's swimming team, there must be a women's swimming team. 
this problem would have been eliminated because immediately because Leah would have still been stuck swimming on the men's team without Title IX. The other people who are at fault for this are women. Women trying to claim that they are equal to men at everything, including athletics. It is... There are very many things that women are better than men at. There are also a lot of things that men are better than women at. It's just part of genetics. And, just, and also it has to do with uh, upbringing. And it's nurture and it's both nurture and nature. Women kept pushing for completely equal rights in sports. Uh, even though it was completely, I want to say unnecessary, especially at the college level. Or even at the professional level. For instance. People point to Billie Jean King beating like 600th ranked, whatever his name was, who happened to owe over a million dollars to the Mafia, so he threw the match so that she won the Battle of the Sexes. Fast forward 25 years later, when both Serena and Venus Williams said that they could be any man outside of the top 200, and that man was ranked 203rd and beat them back-to-back -back in straight sets without breaking a sweat. And that is a less phys and that is not an entirely physical sport. If women would just admit that they are not necessarily as gifted athletes, now there's some sports that women are just as good at, like pool and darts and marksmanship archery, things like that. But, like, another instance. The under... The uh, a women's Olympic soccer team uh, got beat by a high school men's all-star team in Texas in an exhibition match by six goals. This was eight years ago. You can look it up. This... This is the defending FIFA World and Olympic World Champion women's U U.S. women's soccer team. Now, I'm not saying this to bash women, but I'm saying the solution to all this is to eliminate gender divisions in sports. Because by doing that, Women are going to be competing at the same high level that men are, are expected to be competing at their entire lives and will likely bridge the gap. Like, for instance, you look at women's basketball. Women, there is no reason that a woman should not be able, who can shoot well, should not be able to compete with a, on a men's team as long as they can shoot. The difference is, men growing up are pushed so much harder in athletics than women are. And it's because of gender bias. Now, I'm not saying that the perfect solution is eliminating gender divisions and having the teams be, to get, be incorporated. It's not a perfect solution. But it's one, 
it's either that or people can stop complaining and stop whining and just realize it's sports and nobody cares. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas was admitted to the hospital with flu-like symptoms and they did not specify what kind of illness it was, just that he had been hospitalized and that he was ill. Because of who he is and because of the hyper-politicized and just terrible world we live in the t these days, apparently... Uh, people decided that this was the time to go on social media and root for him to die. Now, you can disagree with somebody what their what their uh, ideals are and what their where they stand morally and things like that. And yes, Clarence Thomas is a very conservative judge. But all over Twitter and Facebook, uh, I was seeing people who were... And I'm not going to go ahead and... I'm not going to uh, point them out directly because I don't need to be... I don't want to be responsible for any of my listeners going and attacking anybody else personally again because that has happened in the past. So I'm not going to name names. However, rooting for him to die because they want Joe Biden to have another Supreme Court justice pick and it will swing the courts to, to a uh, liberal majority for the first time in almost 50 years. Now, considering that the Supreme Court is... I would say the most important branch of the government and the majority of I have yet to see any justice in my lifetime besmirch the position in any way or be disrespectful or go against what the purpose of their appointment is in my lifetime. Now, some have voted in ways that I didn't agree with, but their explanation was always constitutional and made sense based on their, on their interpretation of the law. Now, they've been talking about packing the Supreme Court since Trump was in office, where they want to get 15 judges, justices in there. And... I think 15 is too many. The Supreme Court does need a little bit of an overhaul for modern times. And this is my suggestion. Since there is such... Since everybody seems to think that it matters what kind of political affiliation a judge has. Which it's... So far nobody has been exclusively party line voting when it comes to Supreme Court cases. So I don't see why it matters. However, since people seem to think that it matters, here is my, uh, 
uh, my solution or, you know, what I would, my suggestion, I guess. We add three more seats to the Supreme Court. Just three. Make it an even 12. Now, either what we do is we have six conservative justices and six liberal justices, or what we do is we do five and five, and then we have two that would be labeled as independents. But they would have to truly be independent, and it would only be in the case of ties that those two justices would be used. And then if there was a tie from those two justices, then the case is either thrown out or is retried or sent down to a lower court to be brought back up. I believe that there should be more ties because there's a lot of times that these cases are cases where the the person who is bringing the appeal or the lawsuit that makes it all the way up to the Supreme Court is trying to change the law it's is they're going against a law and they're trying to get a law changed technically judges are not supposed to legislate from the bench but they do all the time this would allowing there to be ties in the Supreme Court would make this a less common situation because I do believe that not that they would conspire together but I do believe that in cases where they know that making a judgment one worry or another would create a legal precedent instead of sending it to Congress to uh, to look at the law again they they might just go ahead with this they would be able to okay we are split right down the middle this needs to go to congress or the this needs to go to congress and they need to look at this law again and we then we can go ahead and reevaluate this case that would be my ideal scenario now i doubt that that would even be thought of because it would because uh, the way that politics has worked in this country since Reagan was in office is it's just all political theater and lip service and everything happens behind closed doors and everything in front of the American people is all a show. So I don't think that anything that could be a real solution will ever actually be brought up until there is... Uh, the closest thing I could think of is like a new, a, a new McCarthyism where they are just going out of their way to expose crooked politicians and get them all uh, all impeached where they're unable to be in office anymore. So, that is all I have on that particular topic. Alrighty. I have not responded to listener emails for a for a little while because I had been getting a lot of terrible ones, but I do have quite a few good ones this time around. And I will go ahead and uh, I have selected three that I will go over real quickly. First one, 
involves the interview with Jack the serial killer. And it reads, Dear Captain Insano, It was a very interesting listen with Jack. Now, I don't know what entirely is wrong with him, but to hear your perspective and for you to actually admit that you have underlying mental health issues was a little bit interesting as you seem to have a pretty good grasp on reality. Now, I don't know if Jack is going to actually accept any help. However, it was interesting listening to the whole uh, podcast, even though you put a warning there and suggested that people don't listen to it at all. Why would you not want people to listen to an interview you did, especially when it is one of the better ones you have done, at least from a journalistic standpoint? Thank you. Um, to respond to your last point, why would I tell people not to listen to it? It was more or less that I don't want to be responsible for other people being uh, upset, triggered, offended, whatever you want to call it, based on content that I put out. I also am putting out content warnings on anything that could be deemed objectionable. Uh, there's also the new Spotify rules I have to abide by and things like that. On top of the fact that it was a very, very um, dark interview. And even though we didn't get into really any details, uh, you could tell that the person I was interviewing was very deranged. So I wanted to make sure that people knew what they were getting into before it even started. I have not always put content warnings ahead of offensive material, and I typically won't, but if it's something of that nature, I probably will, especially if I'm interviewing criminals or alleged or uh, criminals or anything of the like like that. Uh... As far as mental health stuff and all that, uh, I have not really hidden that I that I had mental health problems that were rather severe growing up and that they're under control now and that uh, I live a relatively normal, normal existence. It's just I have a different perspective probably based on that and I'm able and I know how to follow patterns. And uh, I explained that in the last episode how, about following patterns. But thank you for the question. Now, the next one is about the war. About the war. Uh, and it goes, uh, Dear Captain Sano, wondering if you think that this war with Russia and Ukraine is going to expand elsewhere. Or if this is some sort of false flag operation by either the CIA or NATO to try and wipe Russia out of the economy altogether because they are allied with China and there is blame on China for the coronavirus. Um, thank you for that question. I don't think that this is a, I don't think it's a PSYOP by uh, NATO or the CIA. I think realistically Vladimir Putin has, uh, when the Iron Curtain came down, uh, 
famously said that it was the greatest catastrophe in world history. It was the biggest tragedy ever to befall humanity. He has always been pro-communism. He has been instilling more and more communism into the Russian Federation the more power he has gotten. He also has had many of his... Uh, Many of his opposition arrested, killed. Uh, he has done anything he can to maintain power. He has also exerted influence in former Soviet nations to try to instill his own leaders there. He did that in Ukraine multiple times where he put his own puppet leaders there and then they got removed by the people revolting against these leaders. Um, Belarus, he has his own leader there and his, and they also have uh, many Russian military forces and commandos and operatives there to keep the peace and basically keep fr revolts from happening because there's less and there's less people in Belarus than there are in Ukraine. Um, most of the Eastern European bloc wants to remain free. They never wish to join Russia. The whole reason this started was because Zelensky requested to join NATO multiple times. Then, and uh, after their, the president before Zelensky was able to get a favored nation status, but not official, uh, but not official membership into NATO. And that was, as soon as that happened, was when Crimea got annexed. So this is more or less uh, Putin trying to extend his border and also trying to keep NATO right off of his border uh, as far away from St. Petersburg as possible. Um, as far as this war, how long this war will go on, there are people, uh, there are intelligence organizations worldwide suggesting that a member of Putin's inner circle, if this does not, if things do not get better, uh, may assassinate him and take over, and they would instill their own new government there. Uh, well, they probably use the same government uh, hierarchy that they use now, but they would probably cut out all the oligarchs that have been uh, pretty much bleeding the economy dry because they are all rich and the entire rest of the country is broke. So, there's that. Um, the other... Look at what happens with the reopening of the Russian stock market. If they're able to rebound in any way whatsoever, and because they're only doing it internally, they're not allowing international trade. If they're able to internally help the ruble go up and their and the stock market rises in any way, they're going to continue this war. If it drops, uh, I could see there being some sort of 
treaty or ceasefire uh, that would involve the Russians moving out of Mariupol but keeping the two uh, blocks that they tried to take that were that were uh, that they were quote unquote trying to denazify because Azov was uh, commanding the territory. So there's that. That's that's about. Uh, I mean, what do I know? There hasn't been a whole lot of new information other than uh, Ukraine took back Kiev. Mariupol is probably going to be laid to waste because they refused to surrender the city for free passage west um every building there so who knows i do not see nato getting involved trying to convince i think they're doing everything in their power to cause a revolution or revolt or in russia and that's that will likely be what ends this and sorry, this this section is getting long. I do have one last question here. Is Captain Sano, did you see the Chinese flight over the weekend that went from 29,000 feet to crashing over the South China, South China Sea in less than two minutes? What do you think that this is about? Do you think there was any sort of foul play or do you think it was a mechanical error? I have not looked into this very, very closely. I think they just released the black box information or, well, but it was China who released the black box information. So uh, you can't really believe anything that they're saying. However, a flight falling 29,000 feet in two minutes means it either nosedived or was shot out of the sky. Um, like, because even if there's mechanical failure, you should be able to coast for a little bit longer than two minutes at 29,000 feet. Like, even if you lose all your engines, you should be able to glide at least into the, into the ocean somewhere or at least come back around and land somewhere on land. Um, China, since Russia invaded Ukraine, has been trying to find any way to find just cause to invade Taiwan and take it back. Is that what this is about? I don't know. Why would they kill 150 of their own of their own citizens? It's China. They do it all the time. Look at what they're doing to the Uyghurs. Look at what they're doing to uh, anybody who defies the Communist Party in China. They just get executed. Sometimes publicly, in the street. For small, petty crimes. So... I don't know. There, there's a lot of different, uh, different moving parts to this, and I don't see the international community getting involved. Unlike what happened with the Malaysian flight, where the international community was trying to figure out what happened, and then once they figured out what happened, they waited seven years to finally say something about it. So it's, it, you know, it's one of those uh, no-win situations. All right, that's today's show. Uh, be on the lookout. Uh, there is going to be a f 
uh, for sports fans, there's going to be a sexy action sports cast, free agency extravaganza. Uh, once free agency slows down and we can just go over everything at once instead of doing an update and then something major happens. Uh, also, hope trying to get back in touch with Admiral Washman, trying to get in touch, back in touch with Jack. Uh, so we'll see what happens with all that. I do have a few appearances coming up in the near future that I will keep you in keep you in the loop with. Uh, you can always find that information on Twitter at Captain Insanos. Uh, you can always text or call the line 740-280-6915 and as always you can email at CaptainSanoCocaine at ProtonMail.com Thank you for listening. Stay woke. Stay thirsty. And God bless America.